0: That's right, Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Radio Welcome to your week ahead with Mama Data Astrology live right here on the inner peace Lighthouse Radio Frequency, welcome to the best time of your week ahead of time. All right, y'all. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We are live. We are in full effect. It is I, your world key, where D, dark and lovely Astro Terra that coming to you. I'm doing a sound check. Okay, I'm good. Um, I'm coming to you live and raw and uncut late night tips, how we have been doing it um, here lately for a little while now, we just switched it up, it's all good. Uh, the full moon's coming, y'all, the full moon's coming, y'all, I know y'all the, uh episode information for the show, Journey to the Capricorn Full Moon, easy or hard, the choice is yours. Um, and so we're going to definitely dig in. Um, it's you know I want to I want to jump in, and that's and, and that's what's reminding me that I definitely have to go in that order. So before we go a step further, I have to revere. I get to. It is my divine privilege and honor to pay homage, to respect, revere, remember, and uh, this always. Hold and high esteem those that came before us. Without them, we wouldn't be here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, as well, Brother Ampu is the reason we get to be here uh, week in and week out. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Brother Ampu for the divine opportunity to just share, to just share what's channeling through me, you know, living with um, the particular natal chart that I have, you know, it's... It's almost like I don't even have a choice. Like I have to communicate. I get to communicate, you know, what is flowing through my water. <laughs> it's no small wonder. It's thank you, Brother Ampu. You, you, you've made such a powerful difference in my life and in the lives of everyone that I get to be connected to through this channel, NFC Lighthouse Radio. So that, that is priceless. And I can't say thank you enough. That's why I say thank you every single time I get on the air and get an opportunity to. So I'm sliding right into this Capricorn full moon, y'all. Like you know, is you really? Because you know what? The the week ahead we're covering is Sunday, July the second, tomorrow through Saturday, July the eighth. Now, if you're in the Central Time Zone, technically the full moon happens. Um, the full moon happens at 11:07 on the late night of the eighth Saturday night. But there are so many time zones, and, and uh, in I, I gather my information for the week ahead based on an Eastern Time Zone. I just convert them into Central to share with y'all. Um, just to be consistent. I started out doing it that way. I really don't see the need to switch it up. Uh, but Eastern time zone and further westward. No, that would be eastward. Yeah, further eastward. Um, trying to make sure. that I have a lot of Virgo and Mercury energy in my chart, so I like want to get it correct. I, I hadn't prepared to mention this. But I'm channeling, of course, it's cancer new moon season and, um, you know, all the water in me as a woman naturally, while women tend to be more spiritual, tend to be more emotional, all of these descriptions and keywords for water energy. Um, and so that's why they tend to have, you know, women's intuition and a sixth sense. And, you know, Grandmama said, you know, she said she felt something. I should have listened to Granny, you know. And, um, it's just, it's, it's really a time where, okay, Cancer New Moon season, let's take it, let's, I mean, we're literally in Cancer New Moon season right now, so let's take it back. Let me flip my little calendar here. I'm visual, so I gotta look at it while I'm talking about it. Let's go back to June the 23rd. That was a Friday, Okay. And that was the day of the new moon. It was in cancer at two degrees um, and it happened at uh, 9.32 p.m. Central. That's when it went. It aligned exactly. Sorry, y'all got a little bit distracted. There's popping firecrackers over here. What is deemed or termed the 4th of July weekend in North America, United States of America, so it's a lot of going on this weekend, I guess, for the people who are celebrating. Um, so cancer and the moon, you know, the cancer motto is I feel, therefore I am. And a lot of us, maybe not so consciously, like cancer, Scorpio Pisces, These are not area, water, emotion. This is not an area of space you can necessarily, an energy you can really plant. Even me doing the show here on a Saturday night. I I can't even recall if I've ever broadcasted on a a, a late Saturday night Is that. There's an element of going with the flow. But there's also in many cases dealing with, I talk to people constantly about, and one of the first questions, especially my mama's babies can testify, one of the first questions I'm going to ask you when I'm talking to you is how you feel. You can tell a lot by the way someone even answers that question. And so I don't want to get off track, and I I, I really want to give y'all I've got uh, tarot pulls. This I'm do I'm just spirit led, man. So I don't have a real formula or a system. And so I did a real special spread um, on our, all of our week ahead, and then I broke it down even more specifically into signs. So I'm gonna leave enough time uh, definitely enough time at the end to cover each sign for your sun, your moon, and your rising sign. I would definitely listen out uh, for the tarot pulls for the week ahead. I pulled my for wisdom and guidance for the week ahead for all of us, all of our energies. And so um, for the week of uh, Sunday, July the 2nd, is Saturday, July the 8th. So keep that if you need to fast forward to that part because, When I channel on these tarot pools, y'all, my cards have never lied to me uh, regarding me or anybody else or for me or for anybody else. It didn't happen one time. I actually, there's so many testimonies of, I I did a, I do email readings. And so I did a, uh, someone consulted me about a relationship issue and I pulled cards on her. I pulled cards on it for her, and she, she didn't even, and Spirit told me she wasn't going to email me back. Uh, oh, gosh, the firecrackers, y'all. Uh, Spirit told me she wasn't going, because I had to, I when I pulled the cards and the message came through, I was like, God damn, really? You know, so I, you know, I'm super savvy, and I'm optimistic, and I can always see the silver lining and everything, so even if I have to deliver you some old you know, gut-punching news, you know, because fads got the, the uh, they got the boy in right? So they shoot it straight. And so uh, some people, I have met people in my future sassy lifetime <laughs> that don't necessarily appreciate that approach. And I it I was just mentioning to me that, you know, she, she's not, don't freak out. She's not going to reply to <laughs> you right away. She's going to need time to digest it. And sure enough, it was about a month later that she uh, emailed me back after I had sent her her email reading, and she was like, you know, I couldn't address this then. But what you said was so daggum on point, and all the stuff that's been since then, and all the stuff about him, because the cards are going to read everybody in the situation. It's, it's going to read whatever you ask it about specifically, so... I'm just so happy and thankful that I get to be your world healer, the dark and lovely Astro Carol goddess. That is just a dream. It really, I am really living my dream life, y'all. That's why i be so excited and that's why I come back week to week to week. I know we're doing, what, about 100 of y'all every week to faithfully, consistently listening, and, and I, I've already envisioned, you know, not because I aspire to have a large audience, but because I know that my message and my heal it's not a message like I, I'm a preacher and I have an agenda and I want to get y'all to see something. If, if I do, it's that I want everybody to heal. Like that's it, cut and dry, no taser. you know. Um, I want everybody to heal. There, there's a lot because of, you know, the ways that things have been for however long. And you know, for for however long, people, traumatized people, have been traumatizing others, then, you know, it it, it didn't happen overnight, so it's not going to necessarily heal overnight. And so I know I'm in this for the long haul, you know. I can come back week after week for years now and love it like I loved it the first day I did it because, you know, I'm, I am living my dream. I'll be living it. I, I, You know, I see far beyond this platform, and I'll be living it on a completely different, different scale when I'm, you know, talking to people people in arenas. I've already seen that in, in, in visions. Like I said, it's not something I'm aspiring to. It's something I've been shown that I'm going to live out, just like I was shown this, and it was brought to me while I was being shown it, the way I thought it was gonna happen, it didn't happen that way. It happened in a like a higher way <laughs> that I couldn't have even, you know, you that's, that's the power of cycles. That's the beauty of us getting on here week in and week out, talking about these cycles, like this new moon cycle and cancer. I was about to start breaking down to y'all or reminding y'all, I broke it down in last week's episode or the week before that. Y'all know we stay ahead. No, not last week's episode or the week before that. The um, episode that was the week of the 14th. I'm sorry, I don't have a title, y'all. I need to start keeping the log of that so I can just mention it by title because when you go into blog talk or do a search, it's going to bring it up by title, not necessarily by date, but I think if you do the search in, you know, a, a web searching engine, Page or site, then uh, it will bring it up by date. So it's the um, episode that was done the week of June the eleventh through June the seventeenth, w- it would have it would have uh, likely been on June the fourteenth to be exact, but if it wasn't, it was done the week of June the eleventh through the seventeenth. I'm mentioning that, so you can go back and listen to it because it would have been referring to the week ahead the eighteenth through the twenty fourth and the new moon in cancer that we are living in right now or through right now and impacting with our energy, with our thoughts, with our words, with our feelings right now, happened on the Friday that week, which was the date of the twenty third. It happened it was exact at nine thirty two PM at Citizens and Cancer. Since then and up until, I'm going to say, because, you know, I've been watching, I've been observing these moon cycles, so you can't, you know, you can say, okay, yeah, between then, the 23rd through the 9th, and, and technically, yes, from the 23rd through the 9th of July when the full moon occurs, um, you know, it's it's time to plant seeds, you know, the moon is waxing, and so along with the energy of the moon waxing, we should be waxing, we should be adding to, you know, we should be developing, we should be tending, we should be nurturing, we should be initiating, we should be dot, dot, dot. Anything that you want to grow, anything that you want to develop, you know, that's why you can pick up a farmer's almanac. Today, and it will. This publication has been in existence for hundred, however many years, you know, and so the, the information contained within it is simply the wisdom of people who farmed and how they would know when to plant and how to, and when to prune and when to you know, tan the soil and when to plant this particular thing. They look at them. That's why all the full moons, and I believe, y'all, that all the full moons have nicknames, right? And so I want to say it, like the part of me that knows better uh, wants to say it, but I just, there's another part of me uh, that wants to be, uh, accurate the first time. Mm mm mm. Yep. Thunder Moon. I knew it. The Thunder Moon, baby. The nickname for the Capricorn. <laughs> I'm laughing because I was just texting somebody earlier this early this rising, because I woke up to when you wake up and the sun's not out. It's like, goddamn, must be cloudy. Must be you know, must be about to rain. Woke up. It was dark, <laughs> so like sure enough, moments later it started thunderstorming. You would see the lightning flash, and you knew, boy, and it was just a light. It was it was it wasn't an average, you know, storm. It was like the thunder had something to say. It wanted to make its presence known. Like I was here. It thundered today. didn't just rain. It thundered and lightning, so it was a thunderstorm, and it went on for quite a while. So I just, I was giggling on the inside because that is the name, you know, Spirit spirits smell like that. <laughs> because it's that that only serves to remind me that I am in alignment. It's a lot of people out here ain't getting no signs, they ain't seeing no numbers. <laughs> They see no numbers. They look at you crazy. Do you ever see 1111 11, or 44 or 444? Do you ever see 333? Do you ever see repeating numbers, right? And they'll look you upside the head, you know. They, hell, they done see them. They just, they scared to acknowledge to you that, yes, it means something, because that means they're going to have to set aside their religion it says that that's witchcraft to even think that God could, you know. Like, my God, but you'll believe the Bible? It says he spoke through a donkey and a burning bush. Why the hell can't he speak through numbers? Shit, anything. Why can't he speak through thunder? Why can't he speak through cards? Why can't he speak through stars? It's riddle. Everything is so contradictory, but I'm definitely not here to get on that soapbox. I never do that. I rarely do that. I've spoken on it in, you know, borderline soapbox style maybe two or three times in the last two or three years that I've been broadcasting. So. Um, but the, cap, the Thunder Moon in Capricorn on the ninth is so beautiful because it really holds this. Potential for transformation. <laughs> I almost got emotional just saying that word, and I hadn't before now, but I think I'm channeling that when I say that because, you know, it sounds great. Transformation. Yay, transformation. I want to transform this. I want to transform this in my life. I want to transform this about myself. I want to transform this about my relationship. I want to transform this about my finances. And it rolls off the tongue real nice, like, you know, it's real this transformation. Ooh. And the key is the key when you begin to open your mind <laughs> to begin to understand that all these planets we're talking about are inside of me. Not physically though, not even figuratively, but they're literally inside me because everything that this planetary body, every characteristic of this planetary body is just talking about me. When they goddamn say Mars, they're talking about your sex drive. When they say Venus, they're talking about what you value and your taste and style. When they say sun, they're talking about your will, your ego, your self-expression. When they're talking about mercury, they're talking about your mind. More fireworks. i you to say something. Okay. <laughs> and so, not hooky spooky. This is... This is real still. I, I, I I'm, I'm channeling. And that's how I can channel divinely the information so accurately and prophetically. Come on, the show, Mama Dada. The show Mama Dada started out with is your week ahead with Mama Dada, and your world healer just so happens to see the value in staying ahead to keep from having to get ahead as well. Wow, we. Are uh, healing the world, being the astral tarot goddess. Okay, dark and lovely, and so um, let's continue. Uh, so this this starts eleven eleven y'all. Uh, this journey to the full moon in Capricorn, the Thunder Moon. Come on, I love it. Thunder Moon and Capricorn. It's it's a it's a road paved. I, I'm thinking about my um, uh, episode information for this show. I said the road we are on in the week ahead will be the final test to see if we are about that self-control life or not. The road ahead is paved the week of July 2nd through the 8th is paved with many opportunities to channel your energy in the wrong thing. It's going to be plenty of them. You're going to have opportunities opportunity to fuss, fight, and argue. You're going to have opportunities opportunity to uh, push somebody around, manipulate somebody, control somebody. You're going to have opportunities to be jealous and obsessive. You're going to have opportunities to be around some people that bring the quality of your life down. And this is a time of year where, where it can really bite you in the ass. Like, it's just no pretty way to say this shit. Do you understand, do you understand the Capricorn energy As it, and the fact that Pluto, the very Pluto in this Mars oppos, Mars-Pluto opposition, you see Pluto is Mars's higher octave. And so where Mars is can be the argument The fight, the accident, the sharp object, you know what I mean? Like the recipe for disaster and war. Pluto is even the higher octave of that. Pluto will kill and destroy. That's why it's transformative. Something's got to give. Something's going to have to give, and something's going to have to change. Something's going to have to transform. Something's going to have to be born anew. Something's going to have to be reborn, rebirthed, renewed, rejuvenated in us. Kicker. That's why you know if you're on the vibration of this week ahead taking you out and you and the last two weeks of your cancer new moon season being, man, low vibrational cancer. That's just like this is, is it's ugly, you know. Um, over emotional. Okay, over emotional. Um, lack of support, you know. Healthy functioning cancer is like supportive. The mother's branch, you know. It feels like home. It governs the home. It governs family. It governs how you support yourself. Like, if you're vibrating low on that, or you, or to say it another way, if you're not vibrating high in that frequency and haven't been. Don't plan on it. And here we are in the week, the last final week leading up to the full moon in Capricorn that governs karma, that governs hard lessons. Oh, okay. You don't want to set up some, you don't want to control yourself. You don't want to restrict yourself. You don't want to pare down the excesses in yourself, but you want to try to you, but you want to try to control somebody else and restrict them. This, this, this ain't it. This ain't the time to do it. Thank God I get you know an hour and a half to come on here and give y'all a heads up real quick for July second through the eighth because I see it and the fact that this alignment of Mars opposite Pluto is intimately <laughs> acquainted with this full moon and Capricorn, karma, tests, hindrances, delays, blockages. How are you going to control and direct and transform and rebirth and I wanna say kill, kill it first. Kill it. That that drive, that passion, that energy and then the firework goes off real loud. How are you going to kill it so you can be born anew? If it's not working, this is the week to kill it. Just let it die. Let it die. That one ain't working. If it's, if it's, that, if it's that critical that it's turning into an argument or a fight or a war. It's, it's, that that ain't that ain't what you want. That ain't the words they go. Don't do that one. You know, try something else. So, you know, put your inner the Mars the very Mars is opposite Pluto. You know? it's, it's just your sexual energy. Some of y'all ain't, ain't got none in a, in a minute, you know. It's that kind of society we live in where it's like 85,000 reasons why you could be either choosing to be celibate, like by choice, like, uh-uh, I ain't, I ain't for that, you know, and if I do, you know, engage to that extent or level, there's got to be some, some ways that I want to engage first before we get there, you know. So there's a myriad of reasons it could just be by circumstance. Like, you would be schooling day in and day out if you had a suitable schooling partner. Like, you know, so if you are not consciously active and that margin energy is just frustrated and repressed and pent up, July second through eighth, gonna be tough if you don't figure out a, a productive, constructive direction to put your Mars and energy into. You know, uh, if if uh, you talk to me, if you consulted with me, like my mama, mama daughter's dear precious mama's babies. I mean, golly. You would already know what area of your chart Mars is transiting through and where it would be most advantageous and favorable for you to direct any excess or pent-up energy. If you're angry with somebody and you don't want to forgive them, don't be around them this week. Just don't be around them. Like, yeah, I'm not going to say, oh, you have to forgive them, you know. It, that, that would be awesome. The full moon is still in Capricorn. And, you know, just depending on the situation, there's, I'm sure, a high a high wisdom uh, to keep you off the lower vibrations. You know what I mean? Like, just don't l- l- let it even be an opportunity. <laughs> if you just, if it's somebody you just cannot fool with. you definitely don't want to be around them, not this week. It could be critical. The moon's still waxing. It, it matters. It always matters where your intentions lie, especially since Mars is opposite Pluto in Capricorn. Golly, that's manipulate the planet of, you know, on a low vibration. If, if you fool fooling with the wrong people, if you, it's an opposition. That shows a relationship. If the relationship is in balance, you're going to see the lower vibrational manifestations of these energies. If you're in an imbalanced relationship with anybody, uh, go on vacation or at least tell them you're going on vacation this week because you don't have time to fuck up your full moon in Capricorn. And y'all have to excuse me if you are... <laughs> y'all know I'm just channeling because I even have a dear sister... Who listens, and she listens with her mom, and you know they—they don't—they don't—I don't bother them one bit. So, you know, uh, I'm a, I'm super sad when I come through with my Neptune. <laughs> For those who know what I'm saying, know what I'm saying, and so um, you know, I just flow. I go with the flow. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Let me make sure I kind of get through. The, I hadn't all this time I hadn't looked at my notes I've just been channeling, and I just wanted to really take the time before I got into the astrology of the week ahead more in depth and detail, just to give that overarching message, okay uh Chiron also turned retrograde uh today this early this rising. Uh, I had been saying all week that it was, and I might have missed, uh, misspoke on last week's show, but I said, kept saying, June 30th, June 30th. I even told one of my hogs, babies, Kyron Station is June 30th. And, I mean, depending on your time zone, it did, uh, but it was 2.09 a.m. in the central time zone that Kyron Station retrograde in Pisces. And so, you know, even more so with the Mars op Pluto in the week ahead, because people in their feelings, and they're having to okay, they're in they in their feelings because it's Cancer New Moon season. First and foremost, point blank, and the period. This is the one time of the year we've gone through. Aries New Moon season, we've gone through. We started a whole new astrological cycle when the spring hit. Aries New Moon season. Taurus new moon season came after that. Gemini new moon season we just came out of, and now we're in the fourth sign, so-called fourth sign, depending on which astrology you talk to. Ooh, some say the third zodiac started Pisces. Some say the zodiac starting Cancer, and so um, it, <laughs> it, it, you just as you continue to learn whatever you're studying, you'll find that. You know, information evolves, that's for sure. That's why you got to shift and flow and change and transform with the shift and the flows and the ends and the changes and the transformations and the transitions, okay? That's what I'm setting you up for when I come on here every week and holler at you in advance. Chiron um, Station and Retrograde, along with this, Mars out Pluto energy, along with this full moon and Capricorn energy, just the fact that it's a full moon. I mean, come on. Full moons are already intense energy because emotions are on full, and everybody ain't dealing with their emotions, right? So they get to ticking, okay? They get to tick, tick, lunatic ticking and clicking and everything else. And then you throw Mars out Pluto on that. That's what we've been talking about this whole time. You throw Mars opposition Pluto on that. Then I want you to throw Kyron station just a week before on top of that. In Pisces, water, emotions. Sun, the new moon in Cancer, water, emotions. Moon on full, full, intense, water, emotions. This can be this can be a the week ahead can be a recipe for disaster if you are vibrating low on, especially if you, I to you like this. We can hit it on the Mars end, you know what I mean? But if we hit it on the Pluto end, we're we going to cover Mars. Like Mars, or re, really either one, because Mars is the ancient ruler of the very energy that Pluto rules right now. So Mars did it all by himself before it, you know, Pluto was even discovered. So that's pretty bad to the bone, you know. You govern an Aries and Scorpio like that, and uh, but Pluto, Pluto is the very planetary energy of power. Okay, and and we even think of how you know you hear astrologers and even talk about it today. Some don't even recognize it. Some say it's it's, it's not really a planet, and this that, there's so much controversy about it. So that gives you a hint to its energy as well. It's like, it's like the very Scorpio energy that it governs. It's mysterious. You know, it's a cult. It's hidden. And so that's where the manipulation and the control and the jealousy and the obsession can come in. Let me hit you to this game for the week ahead. If you don't know something... Yes, you can put your energy, your good energy, into figuring it out, finding it out. Pluto is a wonderful, beautiful energy for research, investigation. Do that to your heart's content. What you don't want to do is flip over to the negative vibration of obsession and jealousy and manipulation. You can But Pluto is in Capricorn. The full moon is in Capricorn. And Capricorn is about you getting what you goddamn deserve. Capricorn is the parent, the disciplinarian. You don't have, okay, you got Capricorn on one side with Pluto and the moon. That's the disciplined parent, disciplining parent. On the opposite end, you got the sun and Mars and Cancer. That's the nurturing parent. If they're in opposition to each other and that opposition is highlighted with Mars and, and being in one sign, Cancer and Pluto being in the other Capricorn, if that opposition is highlighted with the sun being in one sign, Cancer and the Moon being in the other side Capricorn sign Capricorn, what do you think relationships in our lives are going to reflect and we'll have the opportunity to charge this area of space regarding and concerning? How the very Mars and Pluto energy that's being represented, and it's 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 uh sun and Mars there in cancer are both masculine energies and a water sign, so there's gonna be potential on one end for this really fiery passionate expression and display of emotions okay that's one end the other end okay. It's not fiery and passionate per se. Pluto governs a water sign, and the moon governs a water sign, Cancer. And they're in Earth together in Capricorn. So that's going to produce the energy where, yeah, if there is going to be, like, there's still emotions involved, but then there's, Plenty of emotions involved, but you're throwing this element in there with Pluto. the The Moon element is like usually it's hidden, but it ain't gonna be hidden because it's gonna be full. It's gonna be fully illuminated and lit up. So what's gonna be fully illuminated and lit up is our motivation. That's why that's how you can flip Pluto from being the negative manifestation of the you know possess, obsessiveness of the manipulation into the power, the very power that Pluto represents primarily, the power that you got to have access to internally to transform your own life instead of trying to run everybody else's. The power that it takes to deal with your deep psychological issues instead of continuing to attract other people who who also have not dealt with their deep psychological issues. It's, it's forcing us to, we're already in this cancer season, new moon season, where we've been having to contend with our feelings, like consciously and directly, one way or the other. Even if you're choosing to not deal with your feelings, you're still directly dealing with that and making a decision to not deal with them. So you're still dealing with them. You're dealing with them by way of avoidance and repression and suppression which is just, it's a, with this climate in the week ahead, that's going to be a recipe for disaster. For all the people who have been ignoring the natural call, you don't have to study astrology, but even people in my life that don't know nothing about astrology, this, I, I, I described when, um, the week that I was describing, starting the week that I've been describing this cancer energy, you'll hear me mentioned. it governs the fourth house at the very bottom of the circle chart the most private part of our chart and of our lives, you know. It's where we support our own self. It ain't a, anybody around to support us. It's how we support ourselves. It's how we gird our own selves up. It's how we strengthen ourselves in our core. It's our inner emotional foundation that the rest of our life is built on top of. Maybe that's why some, some astrologers say it's the first sign. It's the base, the foundation, what you feel, what you feel. And so y'all have heard me up until this point to encourage encouraging us all, you know, to acknowledge them. Thank God I got a clear message, Mercury message in Gemini season that, you know, really I'm always getting hooked up ahead of time. So I was ready for it to feel, you know, some stuff because I was having to the feel them already in Gemini season. So, like, this this road, the 23rd of June to the full moon in Capricorn here on July the 9th, um, you know, this road, I've been on it. So uh, it's, 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 it's different, you know, transforming your life. (laughs) It's different, you know, dealing with your deep psychological issues when you haven't really, hadn't really dealt with them, especially when you were not even conscious that you weren't dealing with them. So to come into consciousness that you, you are not dealing with deep psychological or deep emotional or deep spiritual issues, you know, that's that's a transition in itself, and so then to actually make a decision, you know what? I, I'm not going to, <laughs> you know, this is not going to have me. I'm going. I I am much more than you know the the thing the taboo things of of my past. Like, when you get into these water energies, I've been watching these water energies, y'all. When you get into pipe season, when you get into cancer, when you get into Scorpio, I'm talking about living through these seasons, these particular watery emotional seasons, this element of the past will creep back in on you. I can't even put it. If, if it. if any of y'all are dealing with elements, strong, significant elements of your past, like I'm dealing with them, that's, that's more than likely why. And you're they're coming up at this time to be dealt with. So it's not like if it was a you know water uh, earth season or a, a you know um, sword season. Although yeah, at the at that time if it was coming up mentally. But if it's coming up in your water, in your emotions, you know what I mean, in your dreams, look more water, in your meditation, you know then it's coming up to be dealt with and dealing with it consciously and, 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 and head on. And depending in where it's, you know, transiting in your personal chart, uh, you know, there may be an element of consulting with your head. You know, there may be, a, there's always room to consult with your head. That's always advisable. But, I mean, a heavy emphasis on that because for some people, they need to get out of their head. You know, it just depends on your particular situation. Uh, these general broadcasts, you know, that they can get you in the right direction. Me and my Sag arrow, I can, I can get you in, on the bullseye board. You know, we can hit it right dead in the center if, uh, if we, if we talk like us get a a beautiful opportunity week in and week out for years now to talk to many of you about your charts and what's coming up for you personally, your your particular cycles, your soul return and where you are in terms of that, your lunar returns every month, so it all, you know, it all plays out, it all really shows you what particular energies you're being heavily influenced by and you might as well, like, know about it and work with them instead of being all scared, like, if I find out about my chart, I'm going to go to hell. Ah, so moving right along, y'all, uh, I think I can just skip right past my notes on Mars opposite Pluto because, you know, that's just been channeling through me anyway already so much, and we've just got a little less than an hour to go. So July the 2nd, that is tomorrow, Sunday, um a.m. Central, the moon opposes Uranus and throws the, uh, it'll be void, okay? It'll be void from 8.16 a.m. tomorrow until 11.59 a.m. So right at noon, the moon enters Scorpio, and the energy's going to shift. It's been in Libra. We just had a quarter moon in Libra um, on Saturday. Friday evening, 7.51 p.m. in the central time zone at 9 degrees and 24 minutes of Libra. And so I can definitely uh, see all the quarter moons we're going to have in this season. It's a cardinal season. It's cancer season. The second cardinal sign, Aries, is the first. These cardinal signs and seasons, Aries, Cancer, Libra, Capricorn, denote times of significant change, okay, not as significant as Any eclipse, which I'm gonna—I know y'all like everybody's talking about the eclipses. Mama Dada, Mama Dada, you're a healer. If either one of y'all got information about the eclipse season coming up in August, I do, I do, I do. So, uh, I'm—I'm talking so much about the full moon this week. It'll be either next week or the week after that. Likely next week that I really begin to open y'all up to some the significant shifts that happen twice a year during eclipse seasons. We got um, mm-hmm. in the fall, we get an eclipse season, and here in the, um, am I just listening? We get an eclipse season, yeah. In the summer, y'all, it's twice a year. My brain just drew a blank. Y'all know I know this stuff. <laughs> I'm trying to stay on track, but it's two Eclipse seasons every single year, and they come in pairs, or sometimes in very special rare instances, it will be three in a row, okay? I know what I am talking about. (laughs) I just am drawing a blank on the two, because it typically happens, you know, within the same time frame every year, the two times. Don't press me, y'all. I'm trying to get y'all ready for the week ahead for this. The reason why I want to get y'all ready leading up to this full moon in Capricorn is because, okay, I've talked about a lot of the negative manifestations and potentials just because that's where a lot of people goddamn are. I mean, come on. Like, really? A lot of people are vibing low. Uh, But I know a lot of people that listen to this radio frequency are vibing high, so I have to, of course, you know, in the best-case scenario, and with my super-sagy self, you know, that's the scenario I'm always trying to be a part of. (laughs) In the best-case scenario, this week ahead is really going to, the, the things that you started since June the 23rd, this week, it's going to do a couple, it's going to shift a couple of times. It's going, to like, from the second, third, and fourth, the first part of the week, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> like, get it out, get it out early in the week, get it out, let it just, you know, go, let it go. I say, you know, this Mars energy governs Aries. I always say with Aries, the Aries stay ready to go. You know what I mean? And Pluto governing Scorpio. Like, you know, Scorpio is about desire and creating what you want. You just don't have to be low vibrational and manipulate to do it. You can just stand up in your own power and control you and damn do it. That's how you stay out of energetic trouble. Then on uh oh I'm tripping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The gibbous moon. The gibbous moon is Tuesday night. Uh it's at eight o'clock eight thirty five in the central time zone Tuesday night. The energy's gonna shift again, Ben. Just as a heads up, you know, because it's going it's kind of leading the way into that final sign before we get to Capricorn, which is Sagittarius. Um the second, third and the fourth the moon's gonna be in Scorpio and I'm uh was actually about to mention that to you guys just now. Um, Twelve, Pretty much 12 p.m. Central, the moon goes into Scorpio. And so, like, we already are coming off this quarter moon in Libra energy. I was mentioning earlier about that, and I wanted to emphasize that Libra is another cardinal sign like Cancer. It starts a season, the fall season, okay? Cancer starts. The summer season. These are and cardinal signs that give off an energy of initiating, starting the impetus for something. Um, the I just say impetus. Yes. Yeah. And so, if you need a shift <laughs> into a new season, this is in your life. You know, any area of your life. This is a good, especially when you can utilize your feelings that most people try to run away from and hide and shove under the carpet. If, if you could use those energies to fuel the shift, things you need to start or the things that you need to start stopping, look, and flip that energy if you need it the reverse way. But if you need that initiating energy, it's at your disposal. <laughs> and so we just had another another shift um, within this Cancer New Moon season at the full uh, at the quarter moon here in Libra, just um, on Friday night. And so a lot of us, you know, we're it's, and it was in Libra. It's on a partnership and relationship. I was uh, on a live stream earlier tonight. And, you know, uh, a lot of people were asking questions about relationships and how to make changes. You can really make some some significant changes, especially in such a powerful part of the chart like the fourth house, cancer, where if we have a secure emotional foundation, if we're emotionally secure enough to support our own selves, and we're not waiting on nobody else to do it. What this Capricorn full moon is going to do is it's going to reward us. It's going to reward us for, for facing our feelings and fears and the past and our emotions. Everything with this water energy and this cardinal energy is asking. The cardinal energy is what makes you face it. Because it ain't, it ain't waiting around on nothing. It ain't waiting for nobody to get back with you. It ain't waiting for nobody to uh, agree with you. It ain't waiting for nobody, you know, it's not waiting. It's, it's doing, it's initiating, it's starting, uh, getting the whole season started. It's a new season in your life, especially as it relates to how you feel. How do you relate with your own feelings? How do you feel about your feelings? What do you do with your feelings? How do, do you allow your feelings to work for you or against you? Do you allow others to control how you feel? Do you allow others to manipulate how you feel? Or do you stand up in the power of your own emotions and utilize it as fuel as it flows through your life. We we deal with feelings every day. It matters if you're vibrating hot on these watery energies or not. It matters what your relationship is to your water. This was the season. You should have been up in that here definitely here in the week ahead. Drink you plenty of water. I may not have worked down my cancer moon just yet because I'm having a it's a transiting area of my chart. That's why I'm doing the show like three days after the fact because it's like it's transiting an area of my chart that just makes you you know it's like I have to do stuff in my own time. It only happens once a year, so let me make it. I'll, I'll be back to my normal self after cancer moon season is over. I'll be in a whole another area of space, but um, you yeah, I mean, you know, I wouldn't just not uh, come to, come see y'all at all. So. so, while the moon is in Cancer, y'all, uh, the moon is in Scorpio. I apologize. While the moon is in the sun's in Cancer, while the moon is in Scorpio, which is actually a sister sign to Cancer, so it should it should be it's a trine. It's the easiest flow of energy. If you're vibrating high, that should really. Expand you and, and, and motivate you to make the most of the second Sunday, the third Monday, and the fourth Tuesday until Tuesday night for sure, and just max out on what that Mars and that Pluto do when you are in control of yourself and you are directing your sexual energy in a productive and constructive way. That ought to excite you because the sun is shining, the moon, and that's, that's fucking awesome. Now, if you're vibrating low or if you know anybody that's vibrating low, you're going to be able to tell real, e- that much easier with, trying, with the easy flow of energy, the easiest flow of energy. And it's going to be that much easier, especially with Pluto ruling the Scorpio that the moon's going to be in. It's like it's cool energy everywhere, y'all, so it's no getting around it. You're going to be confronted with this one way or another in the week ahead, and it matters if you're trying to transform or change somebody else or if you are taking the practical, constructive, productive action day in and day out until you are woke out, tired, ready for bed. This is that week. You need to, during your wake you're not going to be able to go sleep especially if you're not dealing with your feelings. But even if you are vibrating high and dealing, and facing your feelings and dealing with your feelings and feeling good, you're going to be man trying to build wealth. <laughs> Spiritually, emotionally, physically, financially, you're going to be trying to build wealth. You're going to be trying to transform and be reborn like the, pho- the phoenix the Scorpio Pluto Aries house, that all vibrates on the uh, uh, energy of the phoenix rising from the ashes. It's like you know, if your life then got burnt to a crisp huh, and you're rebuilding, you're reborn. You're you're being reborn. Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday are going to be days this week, or here earlier in the week, where you get, the energy is in your favor. Utilize it wisely and constructively, and you will. Slide into this Gibbous Moon period from the end of the day on the 4th, Tuesday, uh, Wednesday the 5th, and Thursday the 6th. You'll slide into that um, time frame right before the Moon goes into Capricorn to sign where the full Moon is going to happen. You'll slide into that uh, while the Moon in Sagittarius for the 5th and the 6th, Wednesday and Thursday. You'll be able to. That energy is ruled by Jupiter. I'm super sad to be, I I don't know. The Wednesday and Thursday gonna be ruled by Jupiter. So what? And Jupiter expands. Whatever. Jupiter expands whatever it touches. And so coming up off of this Pluto ruled energy with the Moon in Scorpio Sunday through Tuesday pretty much sandwiched in between some Pluto energy coming from the beginning of the week and more Pluto energy for the rest of the Cancer New Moon season, right after, because of the full moon in Capricorn being conjunct Pluto in Capricorn. And it's, it's starting real thick this week. And the fifth and sixth. While the moons in Sagittarius, whatever you decided from the second, third, and fourth, it's never too late to make a good decision. I don't care if you're sliding into, you know, home plate on the fourth Tuesday night when this gibbous moon hits. Just make sure you cross that finish line at 8:35 p.m. Central on Tuesday night. Make sure you cross that finish line standing up in your power, feeling powerful, especially as it relates to your emotions because you have chosen to allow your emotions not to get the best of you, but to make the best of you. You got them. We got them. We don't always have emotions. We might as well figure out, take this beautiful time of year when cancer that governs feelings has rulership and the sun is there, so that's placing the focus there. And if this area is being activated, might as well learn to make them work for you. It it takes practice. I'm still practicing, you know, especially as, as stuff pops up, you know, like sometimes stuff just pops up. If you know an event is coming up, that's one thing. But when the events just pop up on you, it's like, I really didn't expect this person to um, go there with me today. Um, do I get with them? <laughs> or do I watch? You know, and so um, I think with this quarter moon and Libra, we're coming up off of the wisdom is going to be inherent in whatever you, you Whatever you know, because you know who you're with. You know who you're fooling with. If you're in a partnership or a relationship, you know you know your partner, hopefully. Um, if you're dealing with family members, you know you know that family member. Um, if you're dealing with people in business or at work, you already know what they prone to do. And so you're going to have to read the barometer and, and read the scales until it balances out where you're like, okay, this is time cancer new moon season. I'm supposed to be honoring my feelings. I'm definitely not supposed to be letting anyone, you know, walk all over me or take advantage of me or, you know, try to manipulate or control me. True that. True that. But this is also a very sensitive time, so the wisdom here is to pick your battles. The wisdom here is to not be explosive. And you'll see, y'all, y'all are here, I'm about to just slide on into these, uh, the tarot readings, because what you'll find is that spirit already has something for most of y'all, like most of y'all. Uh, well, for all of us, <laughs> generally, but sometimes very specifically, you know, some some more encouragement in this direction, which is, you know, I pulled a general pull for all of us. And even in the general pull, in the present position and the future position, which means now as I'm speaking to you, in the near future and in the distant future in certain cases, the energy of the pentacles or earth energy that flows down I'm I'm uh, in my personal chart. I, I'm moving through some earth energy right now. That's what I was just mentioning about kind of taking my time with stuff right now and kind of going with my particular flow. And you're not really gonna move me ahead when you know I'm feeling led in this flowing Cancer and Water season to do you know a, a certain thing. Not trying to be defiant, rebellious, or uh, anything like that. Just trying to stay sensitive to especially as a woman, to my water. And I always honor and appreciate and respect my water, and other people will too. And so that's, I, I just see something right there, because <laughs> that's another major key for this cancer Moon season, especially with the motto being I feel, and that being part of the primary energy. Honor your feelings. Protect your feelings, sure, not in a, a low vibrational way where you're scared to get close to people, but protect your feelings because, like I said, you know. You already know who you're fooling with, and you know if who you're fooling with on, on the business tip, the relational tip, whatever, you know right now if they support you or not. They support your feelings. Especially in this season, do they support your feelings, or do they want to sweep your feelings under the rug? Forget you doing it, and if and if they do, they probably picked it up from you. We you, you teach people how to treat us, but it's at times like these when those what we done swept under the rug, man, it's it's coming out. It's coming out from up the We can't... It, it's too much up under there. You can't ignore it no more. We can't even get to the other side of the room with stuff under the rug so goddamn high and piled up. It ain't even covering it up no more. And so, when, you know, when you hear that there's a time and season for everything under the sun, then you know that maybe what what my world healer is saying you know, might be a little bit accurate and, and if and it is, if I don't never focus on my feelings and, and how they fuel my actions and how they fuel my ability to control myself or my desire to control another, which is always gonna be a losing battle. But a lot of people aren't consciously aware of that they think the, the manipulation, the games, and the tricks are always going to be in season. And it's times like these when, when, you know, they ain't in season right now. Like, if, if something ain't in season, you're not going to find it. You can't get it. So trying to access something that's inaccessible, you're going to lose. It's automatic. Like, I, you don't have to be a astrologer to just be, say that and be on point because this, this is what's going to happen. So I believe, uh, yeah, I think I've taken y'all the fifth. I'll come back to y'all on the fifth. Venus is moving into Gemini on Tuesday, July 4th, seven eleven 11 p.m. Central Time. And so just know that <laughs> Venus, you know, Venus, Loosely governs love and money, relationships, social relationships, romantic relationships, relationships of all kinds, really. Uh, But Venus, you know, it's got this element of ease and comfort and satisfaction and making us feel good, you know. Um, So when it is transiting through Gemini, we're definitely, what is going to make us feel good and, you know, Uh, what's going to appeal to us, especially by way of beauty and art and what we find attractive and what we're attracted to, is going to be of the nature of having variety. That's a major key word for Gemini, variety. It's a mutable energy, so it can change up on you. That's, That's another energy, especially when you're talking about relationships and things changing up that could make the week ahead really a volatile one. So amidst all the change, what, what cannot change, and if it does, if it does change and transform, it needs to change and transform higher instead of lower, is our ability to stand up and be counted, you know, but not have to do it in order to manipulate somebody. Just do it because that's what that's what we feel, and that's how we choose to channel these feelings. Choose. A fool gets angry and is impulsive and impatient. They don't make a choice; they just react. When you respond, you make a choice to behave in a certain way in correspondence to. What someone else has done or stated And so Venus and Gemini Is it once again It depends on what vibration you are If you're in a good vibration And you've been just changing stuff already Because you're planting seeds in this Canceling season and you're Utilizing your feelings to Construct and be productive Then Venus and Gemini Is just going to shift you into Energy of hey I do Have options in love and Business and 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 Attraction and social situations. If you're vibrating low, Venus and Gemini is going to say, <laughs> I knew my partner was, you know, you're going to see that other person likely and their ability to have access to variety and attractions <laughs> and curiosity. And you're going to start vibing low on that Pluto, on the jealousy tip and the obsessive tip, even more. And so the wisdom, it just matters what vibration of control you're on, self or others. Others controlling you or you controlling you. Others controlling your feelings or you controlling your feelings, okay? Um, Some Venus and Gemini traits are being lighthearted, open-minded, social, diverse, Playful, optimistic, communicative, stimulating, exploratory, and I may or may not have already said that verse. So, you know, play on those key words in the highest vibrations possible. Don't try to control somebody else and their options. <laughs> Just keep your heart light, your mind open, and play. Be social. Be stimulating. Be exploratory. Be optimistic. Be diverse, okay? Why are you worried about what somebody else wants? Do you, boo? That's the whole point. Um, Also, July 4th, Mercury squares the Uranus, and uh, Mercury and Cancer at 28 degrees, and Uranus and Aries at 28 degrees. Um, Once again, these cardinal energies coming out to to play or really square off (laughs) play. So with Mercury Square Uranus, you could not be very focused or concentrating. You know, be able, being able to concentrate. You could be easily distracted. Uh, you could be unreliable, irresponsible. You know, not very dependable. And so um, there could be a you know this could be anxiety making and stressful. And um, you don't want to make spur-of-the-moment decisions. You know, there's a lot of of spur-of-the-moment energy. Mars is like that. And then Mercury with Uranus. Uranus is the sudden and the unexpected. It's like that. And it's in Aries, ruled by Mars. Squaring off with Mercury and Cancer, how we think about how we feel (laughs) or how we think about how others feel. If the energy is strong and intense next week because of all of these factors, the full moon, Mars opposite Pluto, um, you know, Pluto in, uh, conjunct the full moon. Uh, you know what I mean? Like it's a moon in Scorpio. Come on, which is Pluto rule. If the week ahead becomes a bit much, you have to consciously slow down anxiety, stress, the fast energy of Uranus, the impulsive energy of Mars. You don't we don't have the luxury in the week ahead to be spontaneous. That's why I said next week you can hang out with low vibe people. You gotta plan that. You gotta plan that. So that way if somebody hits you up on some B S a, a, a meeting that you know is not going to be productive or constructive, a, a meeting that you know you're being manipulated into or out of, you have to, in advance, make a conscious decision. I'm not doing nothing for the moment. Next week, I always good to be spontaneous. There's a time and a season for everything under the sun. There's even a season to not be spontaneous if you're dealing with Mars op. Pluto and Mercury square Uranus. You also want to think twice. You slow down. Mind's going to be going fast. We're going to be acting fast. We're going to be inclined to anyway. The wisdom is to slow down and think twice before you open your mouth. If you've got travel, especially with this Mercury square Uranus, if you're traveling somewhere, especially short distance, Running errands around town. Commute. Slow down. Think twice before you flip somebody off next week because Mars going to be opposite Pluto for everybody. Everybody not dealing with their feelings in Cancer New Moon season. That's talking goddamn about I feel, therefore I am. Don't do anything spur of the moment. I don't give a damn what it is. Stop. Think. Then act. And in some of your cases as we get into these cards, stop, think, and think again. (laughs) Well, I said think twice. Everybody needs to think again and again twice. But some of y'all need to think three times. And I'm going to tell you who that is. Let me go ahead and skip to it. I'm trying to at least get y'all through the fifth because then I can pick it up on Wednesday. Um, July 4th at 8.34 p.m. Central, the moon shines Mercury and it goes void. Uh, during void moons, and I didn't look at the time earlier, I so guess I should just look so I can tell y'all. Right, it must not have been for that long, 8.16 a.m. on tomorrow, the second Sunday through noon. So yeah, just the first, few hours of tomorrow, um, you know, we're getting together with people. It probably already is going to be, so you already know. It's Sunday, so you're probably not making any major presentations um, as far as large purchases, not, you know, go in the afternoon when the moon's actively in the sign of Scorpio, Okay. Um, as far as before, that's at the end of the evening, 8.34 p.m., and it finally moves into Sagittarius at 12.08 a.m. on the 5th. And so, um, you know, what, Tuesday night, don't go on a first date or have an interview, you know what I mean? you probably get some decent sleep if you go ahead and get in bed between those hours. So, yeah. Don't start anything during void moons, but if it's something you've already started, sure, during that active moon, you can finish it up. You can work on it. You can make a to-do list. You can look for things you've lost. You can edit things. You've, you know, you've already started writing or review things Okay, and get rid of things. While the moon is in Sag on Wednesday, uh, we're definitely, like I said, it's going to expand whatever we've been on. And so, you know, sad will take you higher. If you've been standing in your power, you're going to be smelling and feeling yourself um, for whatever, you know, whatever your particular life circumstances on Wednesday and Thursday for sure, and you're going to go into this Capricorn full moon energy where you're supposed to be to get some success and rewards, right? And so if you're vibrating low by the time uh, Wednesday rising comes, then, you know, of course, it's going to expand that. And so the low vibration of Sag is you're going to be probably in some old jacked up situation talking about, you know, standing on your philosophy (laughs) or because the low vibration of Sag and Jupiter is just like, you know, uh, this know-it-all preacher that's self-righteous and, you know, uh, it's just or putting your foot in your mouth. You might you might be dealing with the fallout Wednesday or Thursday or it might be Wednesday or Thursday that it happens, where you put your foot in your mouth. You don't think twice before you speak or act and you just, you know, it haul off on some old other stuff and have to deal with that fallout, you know. It don't feel good. It feels great to be a super Sagittarius. <laughs> But I haven't always and, and still, you know, I, I, I just check myself from time to time and make sure that I'm expressing, you know, the highest vibration of this beautiful energy because this is like the great benefic. Like when the, when the great benefic goes bad, that's got to be, <laughs> that's got to be ugly. Okay, and Mercury enters Leo on the 5th as well, 7.20 p.m. Central. I will pick it up there on Wednesday. Um, You know what? I am going to try to broadcast back at the time of three on Wednesday, specifically coming up in the weekend, use my good energy and my ability to transform and, and control myself to make sure that I broadcast by 3 o'clock central on Wednesday, July the 5th, because I want to talk to you about Mercury entering Leo before Mercury enters Leo, and that's one way to make sure that I do. So I can skip on, skip on, skip, skip, skip (laughs) to this uh, uh, tarot reading, this spirit channel through me to share with you guys for specifically for the week ahead, um, July 2nd through 8th, so here we go. Um, the overall card I pulled for the week ahead is the Eight of Wands. So the beautiful news, the Eight of Wands is actually a card of news. I actually put it twice in my notes. I didn't mean to put news twice, but, hey, you know, that must be the emphasis is that there's news coming. There's news, either there's news coming or we're the news that's coming to somebody. It may be, you know, that you have to, Wands is all about our our spirit and our, our energy, you know, and so the energy, li- life is taking off. Life is taking off one way or the other in the week ahead. We're either going to get this conclusion, you know, this grand conclusion. We're going to be charged either way. Um, and so there's this ample room and opportunity for jealousy with the eight of wands, um, but that that's low vibration it doesn't even have to be a part of our week ahead. If we can utilize our good, ones energy, and our being charged up to conclude what needs to be concluded, come on. That's what the full moon's going to be about. There, after this week ahead, if it ends on the 8th, depending on your time zone, it's on the 8th. But after our week ahead, the full moon's right there the next day on the 9th. That's why I'm talking about the road and the journey to this energy. And so if something needs to be concluded, concluded, the energy is going to be intense as the moon waxes towards fullness. It's gonna get more intense every day on the way there. Okay? And so at 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 the full moon, things either show themselves fully intensely or it'll show us fully that we need to release something and let it go and as the moon begins to wane down to, to dark or new status again over the next two weeks after the ninth. From the ninth to the twenty third when we have the new we start a whole new cycle and season over again we're gonna have a new moon in Leo then. And so one thing or the other is going to be shown to us. Um, One thing about it, the past, I pulled the four of wands for all of us. And so, you know, for the ones that, and I think it's going to be your relationship with the past that's going to determine if the changes that materialize. I got pinnacles in the present and the future. So whatever changes are afoot, they're going to be the physical kind, the kind you can see, taste, touch, smell, hear, like real life, not energy that you can't, you know, see unless it's through physical form. So uh, for those of us who have moved on, for those of us who have chosen freedom, for those of us who have enjoyed, already enjoyed reunions, that we were waiting on or wondering about, already enjoying uh, domestic improvements that we were wondering about or waiting on, already enjoying, and, and by choice, not because we're so lucky, but because we chose that overall energy that we want our life to take off. We want things that aren't for us to conclude and come to an end. We're too charged, and we don't want to deal with jealousy anymore. We need some news. So in the present with the Ten of Pentacles, like I said, for those of us who have chosen these beautiful Four of Wands energies for ourselves, stability, moving on, freedom. We're in the present and the near future going to it's, and out. Like I said, i got it for this week ahead. So in our, in our week ahead, we're going to be enjoying the results that come from the hard, hard, smart work. It's hard, hard, smart work to choose to take your power back. It's hard, hard, smart work to choose to stand up in your own power instead of attempt to manipulate, control, or overpower someone else. We need to enjoy with the Ten of Pentacles in the Leaking Head changes for the better and in the future cards. And, and obviously, if you haven't chosen these things for yourself, you know, your work is going to be rewarded too. That's the energy of the Capricorn full moon. Karma, what you sow is what you reap. That's the freaking energy of the full moon. The full moon is harvest on the seeds, the energetic, the emotional, the spiritual, the thought seeds, the intention seeds that we've sown since June the 23rd leading up to July the ninth. The changes can be for the better or not. We can get success and rewards from a hard, hard, smart work, or not. Or we can get consequences and punishment, hard lesson to teach us a hard lesson. And so it's up to us. Uh, The future is slated to be the three of pinnacles, more effort, paying off, more material growth, physical growth, physical advancement, physical manifestations that we can see that's based on how we've chosen to use our time. Have we chosen to use our time to be jealous? Have we chosen to use our time and our energy to conclude things that need to be concluded? Have we chosen to use our time and our energy to to align ourselves and open ourselves up to the energy of our life taking off? Help it open us and, and charged ourselves up enough to... to Add stability ourselves if we hadn't found it. Improve our domestic situation if it hadn't already improved. And to move on when we needed to move on so we can move on into our freedom. So uh, that's beautiful to me. That alone was beautiful to me. Um, I include myself in these pools and these rooms. So the general energy, you know, it's, it's a message for me personally too. And I, I just, I, I feel that it's... And then, of course, I drew a card for every sign, so I must feel through that, too. You know, we've all got the energies of all 12 signs in our charts, period. You, If you listen to your sun sign and your moon sign and your rising sign, you might as well listen to all 12 signs because they all relate to you, especially if you know your Venus. If you're a woman and know your Mars sign. Uh, Well, for men and women, knowing your Venus and your Mars sign are other wonderful, beautiful energies to listen out for, because that's going to tell you, especially with the Venus, what's affecting your love and your money. When you're looking at the Mars, that's what's affecting your sex life. So at least most acutely, acutely and directly. So in the overall, in the past position, I got some supporting cards. Um, so once again, for those who have chosen um, to, to allow their life to take off and to Im- make the improvements themselves and not wait on others, like to move on and, and do that, um, to, to build the stability into their own life on their own terms, you know, um, to materialize uh, Improvements in their life on their own, and not waiting for somebody else to change or to do it. Uh, for those to support that, I've got the Queen of Wands, which is encouraging you um, in the week ahead to, you know, don't let this Mars opposition Pluto energy scare you. You know, for if you're if you're being if you're channeling your physical energy and your sexual energy into something that's productive and constructive. You don't have to hold back your energy. That's what the queen of wands is all about, that's supporting uh, the wands energy that's in the overall and in the past position. You don't have to hold back. You can, you can go forth confidently and adapt to whatever pop-up with a Mercury Square Uranus and a Mars Pluto. What? because the queen of wands is, is staying focused on the, the queen of wands set goals. And so it's passionate about It's a passionate energy. The wand's energy is the fire sign, Aries, Leo, and Sag. Um, uh, it's an attractive energy, the queen of wands. She's energetic and cheerful. You know, obviously you don't have to be a female. This is just the energy you would be embodying in your week ahead in order to for life to successfully take off, for things to successfully conclude, for you to utilize your charged energy in a productive way instead of being jealous. And so the queen of wands is also a season. That's going to be to our advantage as well in the week ahead uh, when we're not holding back and we're allowing this productive and constructive energy to flow forth passionately out of us. Um, also... Uh, that's probably what allows us not to be angry in that Queen of Wands interview because so we can see you. and the Queen of Wands is actually cheerful. Additionally, we've got the Ten of Wands that is encouraging us in the week ahead to maintain our priorities, keep our, keep our head down, and go. We got ish to do with the Ten of Wands. We ain't got time for no B.S., low be B.S. two ways. We're taking sole responsibility for our happiness, and we ain't putting it on nobody else's shoulders. Anyway, we work in that OT. <laughs> oh, we can't do what we want out of it? Okay. We, whether that means physically on a job for you or just putting in that OT spiritually, energetically, emotionally. If we're overextending ourselves, we're doing it for ourselves. We're not overextending for others. If we're putting in immense effort, we're doing it for us. We're prioritizing. That's adding to the successful energy of how our life is taking off in the week ahead. As we get closer to this full moon, don't you want your full moon show to be, don't you want the, the light of the full moon to fully illuminate and light up beautiful a beautiful harvest? We also got the Six of Wands energy influencing the overall and the past. Uh, you know, where we've come from, which is a card of triumph. And sharing success, it means we didn't get here on our own. I can say the same thing, especially when you're talking about cancer new moon season and support, who's supporting us. We're supporting ourselves. That's the main thing, inner emotional foundation, strong core. But we can't say, even me, you know, And, and I've had a lot of situations go on where I have felt, you know, kicked to the curve and 85 other things. But I'm where I'm at today. I'm standing in one of my dreams made manifest today, because, and I got to share that success. I get to share that success. I don't need to say I did it all on my own. It ain't been a whole bunch of people supporting me, but it's been enough to where this Six of Wands energy is in the past and overall. It's already happened and it's keeping on happening in the week ahead. Winning is a six of wands. Victory, six of wands. Vindication, pride, and strength. We also, lastly, got the three of wands influencing the overall and the past energy, which talks about us being happy with the decision that we've made. We ain't mad at nobody. We see the big picture. That's that queen of wands again, the seer. We see the vision. We believe in ourselves. We see the future. We're looking to the future. That's what's aiding and assisting us in this three of Wands energy of exploration and leadership and growth and freedom and love and happiness. I'm not going in any particular order with the signs. I'm going in the order of the the reading. And so Libra uh, got some of this Wands energy. So especially for Libra, As it pertains to the overall energy in the week ahead and the past, there is definitely uh, a message loud and clear from the universe for you to definitely focus your energy. You got that pent-up energy. Five of Wands is Saturn and Leo. Leo ain't where you want Saturn because Saturn is restriction and Leo is fun. (laughs) And y'all may feel like your energy has been held back, you know, And you haven't been able to have the kind of fun you want to have. Uh, But this week ahead, yes, be assertive because that's the only way you're going to get what you want. It's to say it, to stand up and say it. Or with the wands energy, it's definitely more of an energy. So carry yourself in the way where you get what you want. Then you don't have to manipulate, manipulate people. You just, you are that. Um, the struggle with you is the inner struggle with the five of wands, and so you, your adrenaline is pumping, you know, the ideas are flowing, you're in competitive mode, you're ready to go for the goals. Uh, you may want to align yourself, the moon is uh, waxing, with with uh, supportive people. The moon's in cancer, if you, a sun's in cancer, um, People that can help you build, especially while the the Capricorn full moon is going on for a couple of weeks. People that that support you, there's no question about that. And they're willing to, you know, either help you with your plans or help you make your plans manifest. You got to do something with the energy. You can't just sit on your energy. The five of wands, fives and tens are about changes. So you got to make a change. You got to do something different, okay, Libra? Um, And yeah, I'll leave it at that. For the present and the future, um, I I got the King of Pentacles and the Queen of Pentacles to support uh, the Ten of Pentacles that was talking about changes for the better in the week ahead and the results of my hard work for for those who are choosing the higher vibration and the consequences for those who aren't in changes for the worse and the uh the way we're using our time in the future with the three of pentacles. In addition to that, I I got the King of Pentacles and the Queen of Pentacles, you know, they go together. And so it could definitely be another element of like a team is playing out here. So, um like the all these moon phases fall heavy in the realm of relationships, you know, or even if it's just our relationship with ourselves. So even if it's the feminine and masculine parts of ourselves in the present and the future, um, I think that the King of Pentacles and the Queen of Pentacles are going to be pivotal to keep in mind going forward in this week ahead, especially leading up to this full moon and a pentacle sign, Capricorn and Earth energy, which is... To, to just be steady. Like I said, went, before I even got to this, I was mentioning that that was a recurring theme in the week ahead for a lot of us. Uh, not Libra. Libra, you need to do something constructive or productive with your energy. For for uh, some other signs I'll mention here, it's, it's about this, a more steady approach, okay? Being slow to anger. You're thinking twice before you speak or act. You're being encouraging and supporting and committed and loyal and enterprising. You're utilizing your good energy for some actual benefit so you can provide, even if it's for yourself, okay? And with the Queen of Pentacles, you know, that's the feminine element of that same earth energy where you're you're healing yourself, you're being cautious, your home is a state, you're ensuring that your home is a stable home. You're not gossiping because you're, 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 you're too busy being resourceful and determined and big-hearted and keeping house. So it's a feminine energy on this, on this earth energy. For Pisces especially, uh, I want you to keep in mind the self-reliance, the being resourceful, the reminding yourself you're alone, but you're not lonely. You may, Or vice versa. You, you may feel lonely, but you're not alone. And you can be flourishing and show yourself that you can flourish in it by way of disciplining yourself, by way of comforting yourself, by, provide, by way of providing your own self the security and protection that you need because you already have it. You already have access to it. Gemini, uh, you got the seven of pentacles. Pisces got the nine of pentacles. Gemini, you got the seven of pentacles which is talking about you slowing down. And I know you can't really say that to a Gemini with a straight face, <laughs> but the seven of pentacles is calling for you in the week ahead to patiently wait, okay? Um, the, the energy of the present and the near present and the future is already a pinnacle energy, okay? The, heart, the rewards are going to come if you're planting. If you're, the moon's still waxing. If you're planting good energetic seeds, high vibrational energetic seeds, you're going to get that harvest you want. So Seven of Pentacles, Gemini, patiently waiting, finishing, wherever you started, you know, keep it up. Keep consistent, loyal, committed, steady. Um, Success is coming to you through slow, steady growth. You will see results. You may need to change the direction you're heading in if you're uh, finding it difficult. Seven of Pentacles is the card of Saturn and Taurus. So if it's getting, you know, if you're seeing low vibrational manifestations of Saturnian energy, which is like depression and pessimism, you know, you may need a change of direction. You just have to talk to me specifically or meditate and figure out exactly which one you need to do. Virgo, you got the 10 of pentacles. More slow steadiness, results from hard work, changes for the better. Um, things settling down for you, you enjoying domestic harmony and um, enjoying promotion. And really with the Ten of Pentacles, it's, it's like this enduring, lasting energy of um, where you're handing things down and passing things on. Like Ten of Pentacles is, is, is awesome to, as far as reaping a harvest on, on, on seeds that you've sown. So share, be, share the abundance of your harvest. You know, this is a really powerful energy And we to do that When you're sharing the abundance of your harvest You don't have a a, a scarcity Or a lack of mentality You can't do both at the same time And so that bodes well energetically For your relationships too So this week ahead, continue to work hard And, and give Add giving to that as well Don't hold it all up And if you are store, storing it up Store it up for that next generation So they can, and you know, keep it going. Scorpio, you got the Five of Pentacles, so your progress is seeming super slow. You may feel like you've been having to give up everything. That's all. That's what the Five of Pentacles, that, that are than Fives again. That's what that good change is about. Once again, Five of Pentacles is representing change for the better and a spiritual hunger. If you're feeling frustrated, that's you hungry. You spiritually hungry. And, the, and the, your Five of Pentacles is the only part in the whole spread that jumped out. So that's showing up your message, Scorpio. Capricorn, you got the Ace of Pentacles. That's Earth. That's Earth. That's you. That's you making a strong, stable, secure start. It's time to go. If you ain't got it started by now, this is the week ahead to use that good. Duper Mars, op Pluto, the powerful energy to make a start. Uh, you have the power of material force, the power of Earth, and you can make any change you want to make, and your vitality is returning to you. So take advantage of it, divine advantage of it, to so get in on this Ace of Pentacles energy of prospering and rediscovering your value and, and building from a place of knowing your value and your worth. Um, cancer, Aquarius, Aries. Taurus video in Sagittarius, I have 60 seconds left, so I'm at least going to tell you what it is, and I'll have to break down the message when I get back on the air. Cancer, you and Aquarius both got the page of cups, so I pulled clarifiers and Cancer, you got the page of pentacles to go along with that, and Aquarius, you got the ten of pentacles to go along with that. So y'all need to stay focused and be patient. Aries and Taurus, y'all both got three of swords, and the clarifier for Aries was the queen of swords. And a clarifier for Ace of Cups, uh, a clarifier for Taurus is Ace of Cups. So um, definitely these are more background energies, but the self-reliance needs to be really real. You need to love yourself and support yourself, and that way you can take the pressure off others. Leo got eight of swords, and Sagittarius got ten of swords. So Leo and Sagittarius, more of a background energy, more of an internal mental energy, inner attitude is everything. And so that's where the battle is going to be won and fought in the week ahead for you guys and, you know, think twice before you speak those words or words. And so I love y'all, and I think <laughs> it just cut off, and it, so if this is still recording, I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. I love you so much. Thank every. It's It's a celebration every time we show up to record this and broadcast this show, and hopefully When we get on the air Wednesday afternoon, I can return to, you know, uh, taking callers uh, since it will be during daylight hours, (laughs) and y'all will be awake to actually chat with me. And other than that, uh, stay connected to myastrologycoach.com, Mama Dada Astrology, and your world hero indeed, Dr. Lovely Astro-Tarot Goddess, um, right here on the Inner Peace White House Radio frequency.